Oh, you did all that rant and just to chop it up. Just <laughs> for those who are just tuning in, clown. We don't know where this podcast is going to start, but I just did a five minute rant and we're going to chop it up. Um, last episode, hand claps to the hand head wraps and lipsticks podcast, man. Woo! We had a lot of fun with those ladies. Uh, they will be back, and we got to go on theirs, but. We leave the podcast. We go out to eat. We went to um, Olive Garden. <laughs> and we leave Olive Garden. I get in the bed. And I go home. And I sit. No, excuse me. I sit <clears throat> on the couch. And Karina goes, oh, my gosh. I go, what? She said, the girl who ran the fa- who ran super fast in the track. I go, oh, Shakari with the hair? I, well, actually, I called her Kari. Because I ain't not know, know how to pronounce the first half. Sure. S-H-A, Sha. I didn't, didn't want to What other way would you pronounce that, Gavin? Shia. I'm about to punch you <laughs> in the throat. Shia. So I saw Shakari, and she goes, yeah, she just got banned. Um, She just got disqualified for smoking weed. And I sat on the couch, and the rant that we just chopped out of this whole episode, <laughs> I fucking ranted for at least 10 <clears throat> minutes drunk on the couch. And my wife was just sitting there like. Probably not even listening to you. No, she does listen. But then she always seems to remind me. Um, she always seems to remind me the next day when I'm giving her my rant again. She reminds me. I heard I heard, I heard. heard this yesterday when you came in. So um, let's talk about that. Oh, gosh. For those who do not know, two episodes ago, we praised um all the black women, not just Shakar. Mm-hmm. Shakari, excuse me. Um, we didn't just praise her. We praised all the black women. And then more black women won. Um, but we praised them for killing it in the Olympics and going to Tokyo. Um, for those who I know, Shakari is from, she, well, I don't know where she's from, but she runs for LSU. She's now a pro athlete. Um, she came in number one. She was um, the U.S. favorite to win over there. I don't know if she was going to be the actual winner because those girls in Jamaica is fast as shit. Um, but that's not the point. Jamaica does does have fast runners. Fast as shit. So with that, um, she was banned. She was disqualified. Excuse me, I can't use the word banned. She was disqualified because she failed a drug test um, for marijuana, um, and she came out and said she smoked because her biological mom died, and she needed to cope. And she was going through it. She smoked, and she takes full responsibility. And what was your first thoughts? Let's go there because I'm going to go to fucking. Sorry. <clears throat> so I got two perspectives here, as always, because it's key. <laughs> so one, she know that she should not have been smoking. Absolutely. Okay. Sis, you know, I mean, I know that is a difficult time in your life and I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing like where you are and what you are trying to accomplish and the goals you're trying to meet and. You know, she was just set up for greatness, and she just knew. I, I feel like she knew better. Mm-hmm. But at that mo- at that moment, mentally, she probably checked out, and she was just probably like, fuck it. I don't know. That's just my assumption. Okay. On the other hand, I feel like some of these rules is just, or I, I should I say this, why is there still rules about marijuana? Like, I feel like, not just the United States, but internationally, like, why do we still have this, like, I don't understand, like, has there been any type of study shown that this this plant, drug, whatever they want to call mm-hmm. it, um, is really messing with people, like, mentally? Mm. 
Like, I, I just, I don't understand the rule when it comes down to that. Because I seen somebody else post where it's like, it's crazy how these rules, majority of the time, affect the African-American community or the black community. And I'm just like, I don't know, like... So that's my take. Like she shouldn't have did it, but then it's like I'm like some of these rules I just I don't understand. I don't get, you know. I posted something where I was just like, it's crazy how like it's legal in the United States and a couple in a couple of states, not all the states, yeah, right? Not this one. And then somebody responded to me and they was like, um, they was like, Yeah, but this isn't a United States thing. This is international. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's like <sighs> It's like how many there's so many rules that have been broken, so many like things that like people don't follow all the time or you get a pass on. And it's just like, really, we coming down to this. And they say that it's an enhancer and it's supposed to slow her down or this and the third. And if that's the case, she wouldn't have won. Right. Like if it's supposed to do these things to your body so bad, like she wouldn't even be. So my thing is, if she didn't. Well, yeah, I guess that don't even make sense. I was about to ask a stupid question. Anyway, go ahead. So here's my thing. <clears throat> I immediately let me let me do it like this. I'm not here to talk about why she decided to smoke. Um, because she smoked for whatever reason she thought mentally she wasn't in the right place and she turned to marijuana. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I understand. I haven't lost a parent. So I can't sit here and act like, yo, this is what I would have done. Yeah. Because it ain't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. First of all, let's go to the rules of the Olympics. It's a worldwide thing. There's countries that have stricter drug rules than us. There's countries where you can do what the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. To make it fair, the Olympics has a list of things you can't do. All athletes that sign up know exactly what they can and cannot do. So when I see people make excuses, and I'm going to use that word loosely, but I mean it at the same time. So I don't think I'm using it loosely. But when I use the term excuses, I've seen a lot of excuses, especially from our people. And she knew. So there's a list of drugs you can't do, things you can't do. You know, if they say, yo, you can't use Tylenol, you know you can't fucking use Tylenol. And here's the thing. Shikari was the favorite going in. She was the favorite heading to Tokyo. So with that being said, Shakari didn't get these list of rules a year ago. She didn't start training a year ago. I'm imagining that. I imagine somebody came to her a couple years ago and said, yo, you got a shot at the Olympics. Um, here's the other part. She goes to fucking LSU. And I'm only addressing the excuses that people were giving her. I'm not addressing her. Because in her mind, if she said, yo, the pain was so hard that I, I knew I was risking it all. And I said, fuck it. I just had to do it. And what she said, she's taking accountability for it. So I'm not tripping. But here's the thing. The NCAA rules, she can't smoke weed there either. So with people who saying, yo, the Olympics got to change. No, no, no. The NCAA, if y'all really care that fucking much, you got to ask the NCAA to fucking change. Because her rules have been the same a year ago, two years ago, and they're going to be the same for the next two years if she goes back to LSU and runs, which I don't know if she will. Um, and if I was her, I wouldn't. I would just go pro. You can stop running at school. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. I think you can do that. Don't hold me again. I ain't Stephen A. Smell. <laughs> so with that, I see those excuses. So we got that out the way. Fuck that. Um. So for me, I look at the rules and shout out to the Business Star Fry podcast. I might be a host on that, too. I was just on there. But you know what I'm saying? We had a conversation um, and Mike brought up an interesting point of saying, yo, is it 
he said, you know, we using the same logic that supremacists use when we say, hey, one of ours broke the rules and we still want them a part of it. So should we change it? And his example was when supremacists saw Atlanta was getting too black, they started changing the voting rules in Georgia. He said, well, are we saying, hey, we're doing too good in Georgia, but we're getting disqualified off of a rule that's been the same. Should we adjust it? He was like, yo, to, he said for him, he found it interesting that the same logic was applied. Now, some of y'all probably saying, what the hell was that? Go listen to Business Star Fry Podcast season three, episode one. <laughs> you can hear what the hell he said exactly. Um, so then I turn and my biggest thing about this whole thing is her circle. They disappointed me. I told my wife this when we got started. I said, I'm highly disappointed in this whole situation. Um, and it hurt to see all this shit because somebody in her circle got to say, yo, yeah. it's 20 plus million dollars at state. <clears throat> I know you going through it. Let me make sure you stay with me tonight. Let me make sure if it let me tell you all what happened. Her mom passed five years, five days later. She she ran. She smoked. She said within the last five days. If her mom passed, guess what happens, y'all? Somebody in her circle has to say, yo, it's $20 million on the line. You can't, I need to make sure you are good and that you don't go drink and drive that night. You don't go drinking and twist your ankle. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know you're going through it, if that means I got to hold you the whole fucking night and let you just cry and weep, I got you. Now, somebody don't, and you know, I'm getting tired of, you know, I've seen a lot of excuses. Don't worry. She'll get the bag. She didn't fumble the bag. Yes, the fuck she did. I'm sorry to let y'all know that. Let me tell you what happens. It's $1,000 left in this world. It's Kiana and it's fucking Bill Gates. It's only, it's the last $1,000 left in this world. It's Kiana and Jeff Bezos. Let me tell y'all like something. Like that's any better. Jeff Bezos is not letting fucking Kiana get that last thousand dollars. And he got the most money in the goddamn world. He gonna knock Kiana ass out. <laughs> now she ass. she she gonna try she gonna fight. But th th let me just show you that the richest man in the world is saying, "Yo, I have hundreds of billions of dollars. You know, I have over a hundred billion dollars." And Kiana, who's a millionaire, we gonna speak it. Yes, Lord, claiming it. He's gonna say, "Yo, I'm willing to knock her out to get that last thousand dollars." That's how the world works. So I, I love seeing broke people and I call myself in that thing because I'm not wealthy. I'm not rich. I love to see broke people talk money like they fucking got it. Jay-Z is not letting $10 million walk, $20 million walk. You know what I'm saying? Whoever y'all want to call out, they're not letting that money walk. So, yes, if she could, if, let's say next year she makes 20. Think about she could have had 40, but now you had 20. You starting behind the A-ball even more. You know what I'm saying? What if Nike... Her sponsor says, yo, this is a bad look for us at the moment. We're going to have to drop you. Let's readdress, but adjust did, next year. They didn't, just FYI. They did not. <laughs> but what if? You know what I'm saying? There's, it was a possibility. Absolutely. And they would have had every right to because it's in their contract. You can't make the company look bad. So that's what I mean by people making excuses. And, you know, we got to understand your circle has to be stronger. If I was her right now, whoever was with me in that house that I smoked in, um, I don't give a fuck if it's family. And I ain't saying you got to turn your back on your family, but y'all can't be around my circle when I'm training. Because, and I hate to say it, it's fucked up to say. Yo, that wasn't her first time smoking. Yeah, we know that. And shout out to all the smokers that hit me up and was like, yo, I could tell, I've been on, she was a smoker. And I know people's like, what are you trying to say? Is that discriminating? Are you discriminating? Are you looking at her looks? No, I don't smoke. Key don't smoke either. 
But we, me and Key, have been out with people that do smoke, and they know who the fuck to go up to in this random group of strangers to say, yo, y'all got any bud? And we'd be like, how the fuck you know they smoke? It's just Black a Black people know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Even for the the others. Yeah, you know. they know. <laughs> I didn't see Rena go up to, yo, you got some, they'd be like, yeah, man, how much you need? Yeah. They know. don't even charge you. We know. White folks don't even charge you when you ask for a little bud. They'd be like, oh, here you go, bro. You know. I didn't see this shit happen. So that... And then my thing is, yeah, we knew that. Y'all mm-hmm. gotta quit with the let's boycott this shit. That shit pissed me off. <laughs> Why? It's cancel culture. They canceling everything. They everything. canceling oh everybody. My Might as well cancel it. Why not? Y'all gotta. You wanna cancel? So what? Wanna cancel? So <laughs> like, look, we can't sit here and praise the other black women who are going to Tokyo because just to give everybody a heads up. The 100 meters is all going to still be black women. I seen um uh, somebody else from the U.S. said that. She was like, how y'all just going to leave us hanging, basically? Yeah, yeah Gabby said that because she's in the 200 and she was fast as shit. And I did think, if I recall that race correctly, I think the white girl did come in fourth. So maybe it might be a white girl going up. But the point is, it's still black women running. Still black women swimming. And I know the swim caps is, caps is fucked up. And a lot of people are using that as like, yo, we can't watch. because No, man, it's still black people in this shit. It's still black people, and they might not be called black, so to speak, but it's people of color that looks just like us around this country, around this world, who are still our brothers and sisters that you got to go out here and support, man. Like, look, Usain Bolt is Jamaican. He ain't black. He Jamaican. He a nigga. You know what happened? I mean, he's black. He's just not African-American. He's not African-American. He's black. Absolutely. Thank you for correcting hand claps. They was going to flame my ass in the mm-hmm. comments. They like, he is black. He is black. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? They love doing that shit. But let me tell you this. He's not African-American. He is black. But guess what happened? Niggas was acting like he was one of us. Because he is. When he was winning, we was acting like we was Jamaican. Going out there fucking getting flags and shit. Black people love getting flags and jerseys and shit. They ain't. They ain't. They ain't, they ain't. <laughs> this is coming from the guy that got a Brazilian jersey, soccer jersey. I ain't never watched a soccer game a day in my damn life. But that's mm-hmm. another subject. So that was my thing, man. That pissed me off. Um, Any last thoughts before we get this podcast started? No, like, it just sucks for her. She knows she shouldn't have did it. But then I uh, I, I kind of like, they got to change up the rules. Sorry, that's me. Very opposite of probably what Mike said. But <laughs> No, no, no. I, don't. He, well, I guess his thing was like, I don't even know what his thing was. Because he was saying they could change the rules, but he was like, yo, what you going to do? He was like, yo, in every country, you're going to have to have like a U.N. type meeting. and Everybody's going to have to agree with it because if not. Um, Wait, what do you mean? Because if that's the case, then does it have to be like a majority rule type thing? Well, that's that's what he's saying. You got to get every country. All the countries agree on these rules. These rules are so old. And he was saying, you got to get all the... It's not a U.S. thing. It's not, okay, the U.S. one. I guess because the U.S. has, like, their... Specifically, marijuana... Marijuana? Mm-hmm. <laughs> marijuana rule is by state. And I think that's where, like, it's confusing. Well, for the Olympics rules, to qualify for the Olympics... Olympic does the testing. The Olympic committee and all them do the testing. The Olympics have it in their rules. You can't smoke weed. Right. What I'm saying is if they were to change that rule, you're mm-hmm. saying collectively, internationally, the countries would have to come together, come together and make that, and make that decision. Yeah. My question is, would that be a majority of this or everybody has to be in agreement? I don't know. Because I used to work for the UN. I stopped. Okay. Um, <laughs> because if it's everybody, then the U.S. would be contradicting their state rules but mm-hmm. it may be different because it's based on state and not 
well, government, federal. Well, I, think, so I don't know. I think to get the Olympics to change their personal rules for just the Olympic Games, yeah, you would have to get that. But everything else, whether it's the NCAA or what, like right now in the NFL, they're not testing for weed. I don't think the NBA is going to be doing it as well. The NBA in it, I don't think baseball, basketball, football, none of them test for weed. That's cool. But if Kevin Durant goes, he's playing in the games. If the Olympics test him and he pop positive for weed, they're going to be like, bro, you can't hoop. You know, even though the NBA say we don't give a fuck. And all the NBA players smoke weed. I don't know why that rule is out there, this logic. I love when I hear the old head say, no, nobody's smoking weed. They all smoke weed. I used to work at a hotel. We used to pick up their weed after and they And then James Harden just got caught. You hear yeah. about that? Nah, what happened with him? I think he got caught with one of them, one of them little rappers. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's get this pie started. Get this pie started. We've been talking for 30 hours. Come on, man. You know how we do. What is this? Come on, man. And it's a long intro. Just to let everybody know, um, this intro is going to be kind of long, so if y'all want to skip to the next part, y'all can do that. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what this is. I just seen Drake. Yeah. I ain't really listened to this album. Nothing was the same? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Coming off the last record, I'm getting 20 million off the record just to off these records. I listened nigga, to that's the album. Record. I'm living like I'm out here on my last But adventure. I think I skipped this song. This the intro. I still skipped it. <laughs> Hold on. But it's still play it though. Yes, it is. It's that new Drizzy Drake. That's just the way it go. Heavy air play all day. With no course, we keep it. I will be stopping this song throughout because I want I got some shit, you know. I got shit matter to me, nigga. Uh-huh. I reached heights that Dwight Howard couldn't reach. With my photography. Prince Akeem, they throw flowers at my feet, nigga. Throw it at my feet. I could go an hour on his feet, nigga. I could go an hour. Um, I just want to let everybody know this is the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Drake snapped on this shit. I just need y'all to know. Um, this is my favorite Drake album of all time. I think, really? I think this is a classic. Cla- Woo! Hold on. Y'all got to rehear what the fuck he just no, said. No, we don't. Just go. Bullet you wasn't meant for. Yeah. Because y'all don't really want to hear me vent more. Y'all don't want to hear me vent, but y'all about to hear me vent today. <laughs> Look, man. Yeah, this is my favorite. Um, I think this is a classic, classic album. This album is all damn near perfect to me. We here, Key? Ooh. If anybody want to donate a, a, a air conditioner to our unit, please do it now. Self-explanatory. You just here to spread the story. What's up? I'm going to let this run right quick. It's not that toasty today. Nah, it's not. The sun must be going down. All right, come on, man. This shit go hard. This is probably a top five album intro of all time. I know Corey in his, his house jumping. Sitting Gucci roll like they say up at UNLV. Young rebel, young money, nothing you could tell me. Paperwork taking too long. Maybe they don't understand me. I compromise if I have to. I gotta stay with the family. Not even talking to Liana. Communication is Just let everybody know, um, me and Kiana did not talk since last Thursday. You're such a liar. We talked today. I talked to you yesterday. Did you? I am trying to shift the culture. Hold on. I got some things that I hit Maybe. the corporate. Maybe I did. Throw flows, some shit Maybe to I stop all of the talking. All of the talking. Got one reply for all of your comments. Fuck what you think I'm too- Yo, shout out to everybody that be dissing, talking they shit. I do appreciate it. Um, 
Y'all get me views. Alright, we almost done. We almost done. I piece letters together and get to talking reckless. I'll change like credentials. You know you see the necklace. My life's a completed checklist. I'm tired of hearing about who you checking for now. Listen. Just give it time. We'll see you still around a decade from now. Just let niggas know I've been taking pictures since 09, nigga. Don't try me, bitches. I'm still around, nigga. This was a whole song. I'm not your favorite. I'm not the best photographer, but I'm damn if I ain't your favorite. Let me keep it real. Yeah. No, I'm everybody's favorite. Drop your favorite photographer right now in the comments. If it ain't me, don't drop it. <laughs> this for you, Corey. Oh, my gosh. How much time is this nigga spending on the intro? Exactly. Lately, I've been feeling God, like I'm here, so I just set the bar. Niggas fall under it like a limbo. Woo! I'm just out here with my kinfolk Off everything I'm my kinfolk We went from Bundy to Winslow This for shorty I'm a big girl love when I catch my tempo I sip the pour and listen to Capadonna Talk to him The Fresh Prince is at dinner with Tatiana Ooh, no. That's what we gonna stop the song Let me tell y'all something I saw Tatiana Ali at um, That was the longest at CIAA. in life It wasn't that long um, I saw Tatiana Ali at the uh, CIAA one time At an event I was working And she is Fine. Fine. Well, duh. She was gorgeous on freaking Fresh Key. Prince. Fine. Um, fine. <laughs> what you think she was going to be looking like? I about to say, I get it. Now nah, I got up now. Okay, you go ahead and do it. But let me let everybody know. She is fine. I want to welcome everybody to the Payton Explosion Podcast. Before we get started, let's do some drops. Tatiana was fine as fuck. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Let's get it. A podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Hosted by Key. A.K.A. Key No No. And Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. That is me. We keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay an exposure? Fuck no. Wait, so I can't pay an exposure? I got a funny TikTok that I'm going to do. About paying really, are you? Yo, shout out to TikTok, man. Shout out to everybody with the free Britney. Y'all show love. That shit low key scared me. Why? I was driving, you know, doing my Uber joint. My the dudes, you you got the hotline. Cause my phone kept ding 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 ding. ding, ding. Stop. Said, what the fuck? So everybody don't know. I put up a free. Um, I shared my story about. My, I share my Britney Spears experience uh, working at a hotel that she stayed at. And with that, I posted just a TikTok and I had to chop it up for Instagram. Well, on TikTok, they banned it. And then they had to review and make sure it wasn't crazy. And then they approved it. Because you got Britney up in there. I got Britney. See, yeah, that's absolutely. how crazy that is. And so I was like, shit. And so they approved it. And so that was going in. So I go, yo, let me just throw this on Instagram. Throw it on Instagram. Bruh. I scrolled in like 20 minutes. I had like 3,000 views. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, damn. Okay. Damn, son. Where'd you find that? And in like 40, 45 minutes, I had like 10,000 views. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Bro, I turn around within two hours. I had 22,000 views. And we ended the day right at 25. And I was like, what the hell happened? And it just went, it grew, it grew. And I hit key. I said, quit your job. <laughs> 
Be on the fucking way. <laughs> but we couldn't quit our jobs. However, um, I'm your boy Gavin, aka Coke, aka whatever you want to. You heard it in the intro. This is the Paid and Exposure Podcast, a podcast where black and brown creators can come together and learn. But we also do the shit for the culture. And with that being said, this is my co-host Key, and this is episode what Key. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> so if, if you keep listening to podcasts, you will know that Key's not her only job, but one of her main jobs is to know what episode it is. This is episode 88. Shout out to 88. 88. 88. <laughs> Funny thing, I did a wedding one time where I was a wedding photographer, and the bride's sister, the bride didn't talk the whole day. Um, she only said her vows. That's the only thing she said. But anyway, her sister kept saying, everybody say 88. She said it'd make everybody smile. Say 88 right now and see if you 88? smile. 88? Well, duh, you got to open your fucking mouth. Yeah, 88, 88. And it was one of the weirdest weddings I did. The bride and groom did not talk. They said zero. Um. Anyway, we're going to get into wedding photography in a little bit. Um. Today, we have the main topic. We don't even got a main topic today. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. We're really going to do a new segment, but it happened sporadically. But I have to give it up for my co-host. Who, me? You got a shirt. I ain't never seen that shirt before. I know. It's kind of new. Shout out to the shirt. Shout out to Key and Inspirade. Got a new lo- font. Think I wouldn't notice, did no, you? No, it's not a new Same font. Same font? It's just a different color. Okay. Different color shirt. I like that shirt. What's that shirt color? I really like that shirt color. I don't color. know. It's like nude. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a nude. Yeah. A mauve. I don't even know what color that is. Um... um yeah, so shout out to me. Um, Inspirade is having an event on Sunday. Okay, what time? Okay, it is at 10 a.m. Okay. <laughs> it is at 10 a.m. at Crowder's Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get a little fitness in. <laughs> and um, as long as it doesn't rain, we should be good to go. So, you know, if you're in the area, you want to come join us. It should be a lot of people. I'm su- surprisingly, hopefully, maybe. We'll see. Um, so we're going to do uh, the two-hour trail. Mm. Um, it's two hours total. Okay. So up and okay. Oh, Y'all up and down is two hours. I think yes. Okay. Still. Anywho, so we're gonna do that brunch afterwards. It should be a good time. Come out, connect. What time is network, brunch gonna be? Network. Uh, get to know people. Um, it should have. We should have a good time. I might have a game in there somewhere. You never know. Fuck that. Might have some prizes. You never know. Um, attending this event is at your own risk. If you know you Disclaimer. got arthritis. <laughs> Uh, some uh, some asthmas, whatever high blood pressure. Don't bring your ass out there. Yes, and if you do, bring your supplies. Your no, your, no, no. Your pump. Bring a your... su- bring a support system that's <laughs> that has two legs, and you need to bring a golf cart. Take your ass back down that hill. Oh my! We ain't God. waiting for your ass. Yes. That Fuck should, that. That's on Sunday. Should be fun. It should so be come fun. out. I see y'all at brunch. Y'all know. I gotta shoot that day. Now I do. Gavin, always making excuses. Well, I told you early, but I'm still, we need to put it on the Facebook page. We need to do all that promotion. Um, Anyway, um, I need to say, going back to your shirt. <sighs> I got a shirt. So for those who not know, Key has a website. Her website is live now where you can purchase merch. Yeah. Inspirate Link merch. Is in my bi- bio on my Inspirate page. It is underscore and we'll drop all that so you can purchase the shirt please do that all proceeds go to key and her drinking habit um we want to keep that up you know what i'm saying but let me tell y'all what happened a few weeks ago i put a battery in her back and i had to fuss at key mm-hmm. and i looked at key i said yo man key hit me up about something y'all see more it was about a giveaway we'll just talk about it we'll just say it and so i said yo um what key, you gonna get? Key named out all this shit that I was gonna do for this giveaway. I said, well, damn. He got all the stuff. I'm already giving niggas information. <laughs> I'm donating these niggas two hours of my time. How much 
Shit. Henry, if you listening, you know I'm de- donating time. Shout out to Tony. Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. Tommy Brooke? Yeah. Who didn't speak. Well, she did speak. But I didn't. she didn't say, I'm Tommy. Which made me you mad. You should have asked her. I should. I'm bad at um, asking people their names because I'm assuming that they think I already know who they are. And I'm like, I don't want to be the loser. What's your name? Loser. He's a loser. Um, shout out to Tommy, man. You the homie. I don't know why I just thought of you, but hey, there you go. Um, And look her up. But. I had a, I looked at Key. I said, well, what you getting? She was like, well, uh, 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 uh. I said, well. He you said, sh- man, I didn't do all that. I just said, I don't have nothing to give. And I said, well, you should do a shirt. Well, she made, l- let me tell you something. The goodness, the good part is knowing your friends. Because I knew what Key was going to do once I said that. Now, mind you, this is all on the fly because we didn't say we was going to talk about it um, that day. But I knew Key was going to give me excuses. So I got straight to the thing and I said, fuck it. We either about to have an awkward ass podcast or Key just going to be quiet and take this. And she did the latter. Because yeah, I, I went in on her ass. Let it and I was like, yo. And so my dumb ass made a, a bet. Uh-huh. Because y'all see in the background behind Gavin this big ass gap. So the bet is if Key did her shirts, I fixed the gap. And, and he now, need to fix the gap. I got to fix it, the gap. And I need to text Karina so she can stay on your ass. You see me hear me stutter. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you didn't even stutter. You just whispered it. You <laughs> um. So yeah. So anyway, that's going to get fixed. And Thank hand claps you. to that, you know, and which really got me into like, we, you got to learn, you know, the beauty about really knowing your friends is you have to know which ways to motivate them. Because in that moment, you know, what's funny is I think 99% sure I went home and told Karina, I was like, yo, Key might be mad at me. She no, was I like, why? Mad. I know your energy didn't shift. But I did see the look when I was talking. You was giving me that look. You like, know women energy shift. Yeah, I do know that. You've had a debate before. But, I mean, you was giving me the look like, all right, whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. And sometimes, and I'm encouraging everybody. I know we just talked about Shikari. Uh, Shikari, excuse me. Um, you got to know. You need to have people around you that's going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And that's going to look at you and say, yo. Because in my mind, Key has her brand. She has these shirts. And nobody can get merch. Nobody nobody had an area to get merch. And I know she didn't. And so let me give y'all one of the excuses he gave me. The bio. Yeah, we need y'all to buy. That's why we about to be promoting this shit. <laughs> um, one of the excuses he gave me was, oh, I don't want to do it on this website. I said, well, and I asked her, I said, what's your other option? I did say and that. And she said, she told me she didn't have one. I so. I already have my excuse ready. I said, well, why don't you just do it this way? And then once you find a better option, you can switch gears. And I, I knew deep down he had no damn other option. He be thinking he know. I know niggas. Um, all right, you ready? Um, you ready? And also, before we go to the next thing, I thought it was beautiful that you were able to accept that. Sometimes we have to look at people, and you know, we can have friends that we love and that we fucks with, but sometimes you do have to wonder. I do wonder about people who are not um, as open to accept advice or criticism they're not very receptive yeah i ain't know how to say the word receptive i was looking for it i saw it out there um i think for me personally i am in the stage in life where um i try to listen Mm. first and then get an understanding because something will happen like and then i'll react 
And then later on, I'll be like, mm, that wasn't right. You shouldn't have did that. Or maybe you should consider that. So, like, I'm in a, the the lane of self-reflecting on, especially my peers around me. Like, hey, mm-hmm. Key, you did this. That was kind of fucked up. Or you acted this way. Or you need to do this. And, like, instead of me just automatically saying. Defensive. Or going, like, I'm not doing this. This is my da 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 It's yeah. like, Let me I listen. think about it and be like, okay, maybe they got a point or this, that, and the third. But that's just me. I know everybody is not like that. They should be. Sorry. Um, everybody's not like that, so it's like it's just a growing thing. Absolutely, and I was I was proud of you once I got home, and then I was super proud when you sent the shirt. I was like, oh damn! And then Key called me. Now you gotta fix the hole in the wall. Yep, I was sure like, do. fuck that. You made the bet. Um, all right, so we have an interesting new segment on the show. So I've been listening back to our old episodes, and I've noticed every episode when I leave a wedding. I come on here and tell you what I did like, didn't like, shouldn't like. So this is what we're going to start doing. Every time I do a wedding, we're going to have Gavin's wedding review. <laughs> now, with that being said, people, if you're listening, um, if you're one of the bride and grooms that's listening or a future bride and groom that's listening. Oh, gosh. Um, none of these issues have to do with you. Um, also, and it, it, don't take it to heart. Some of it is. I want all of it because a lot of people listen to our uh, podcast. They're not photographers. They just like to listen to this shit. Shout out to Sierra. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to everybody. Right. Um, I'm doing this is because I'm trying. This is the point where I am trying to educate photographers on what we can change, what we can do better, what we should look for. What? I just noticed your little necklace. <laughs> yeah. Don't call it little, man. This is a cute link. Oh, it has an R on it, y'all. This is my Father's Day gift. It's for the baby. Oh. I fucking hate you. Squirrel. I'm sorry. I was like, that's new. Squirrel. I've I've had this since Father's Day. It shows you how much. I wear it every day. I ain't never seen it. We didn't record it. So many episodes. With oh, this. I done missed that. Every time. Father's anyway. Day was only like three weeks ago. So I only done probably twice. Because well, one know of when those it was, I missed. Y'all didn't pay no attention to it. So. Um, so with that being said, I have a new wedding review. So for those who I know, I did a wedding. I will not give the bride and groom because I don't want y'all to go tag their ass. <laughs> um, and overall, so I'm the photographer. Use time I will, whenever I whenever I do go to a wedding, I talk about the photographer, what I notice in the audience, what as a photographer I would have did different. So I'm going to do that today. Um, first things first, I would have gotten to. So I did a wedding. It was out near Wilmington which was super dope. I was super happy. The bride and groom paid for me to stay there. Um, I had, I brung, just to give everybody a heck, uh, heads up, I brung two cameras. I brung one light and I brung two modifiers. One regular, all both of them was Octobox, but one was like a, a small one, like 36, and the other one is like huge, like a 72. It's huge shit, right? Um, no flashes. I brung all the batteries in memory card, so it doesn't matter. That's going to be important about the no flashes. All right. So let's talk about the good. The bride and groom look good. They look real good. They bridal party look good. Okay. Trust me. Some photographers out there listening. It's tough when the bride and groom and they bridal party is hit. But everybody look good. Everybody. Um, Why would they be hit and they have. Never mind. You could be hit with makeup on. Oh, wow. <laughs> like that ever. <laughs> Makeup don't help everybody. Just give y'all heads up. But it's supposed to enhance the beauty, man. Man, whatever. Um, but they whole bridal party look good. Gavin, I hate her. And even the the table I was sitting at, 
All the girls at the table I was sitting at was bad. My wife was the baddest, but you understand where I'm going there. You know what I'm saying? All the girls was pretty. They said, said, funny enough, they sat me at the table with the videographer and all the wives of the groomsmen. <laughs> and so me and my wife, only thing we did was talk about how pretty the, br- the girls at the table was. My wife's like, she's pretty. I'm like, yeah, she prettier. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't trying to look like a creep looking at them and my wife like, you see her? Because they'd be like, yo, why this nigga eyeballing me with his wife right beside him? Creep. His pregnant wife. Pervert. Perf, perf. Cheater. Um, All types of names. All types of names. So anyway, everybody looked good. The venue was fucking fire. It was almost, it was on a golf course. It was amazing. It was beautiful. You okay? Gassy? No. Sorry. I'm going to punch you. (laughs) So the venue was bombing shit. All right, let's speed this up. Um, Venue was good. People look good. Uh. Let's start off with what I would have fixed. Because that's that's the gist of it. Um, they knew I'm the photographer. So all the time in my contracts, no camera phones. Everything in my contract is, yo, if you have another photographer. I had everything in my contract, so to speak. All right. Let me tell y'all what I should have did different. All right. This has nothing to do with my bride and groom because they did everything right. I don't think nobody understands that. Most of the time when you have issues at your wedding, no matter who it is, um, it's never the bride and groom's fault. Typically, the bride and groom, they shit gonna be fucked from jump if they planned it bad or if it's cheap. But you already know that before you get there. The shit gonna be already falling apart. So this was going good, so I can't blame them. Um, so nothing that happened. I first of all, I should have came in, I should have, I should have paid or asked them, hey, how much is it? And I will pay for it if you can get me to come in the day before. Now, I had no problems. With, they paid for me to stay the night of the wedding. I should have came in before just in case something happened. Yeah. Now, nothing did happen. Um, And the whole way there, I'm like, yo, I'm hoping I don't run into traffic. Because I had to travel four hours almost. You know, I was like, I hope I don't run into traffic. I hope nothing happens with my car. Because if so, I'm fucked. I should have got there a day early. That's one mistake I made. Um, I get there. And um, and this was a large bridal party. I think it was 10 on each side. So it was it was a lot. Oh, they got friends, friends. They got friends, friends. And so um, so we get there. The reason why I say I should have got a day early, I get to the hotel and I can't check in. Luckily, the I couldn't check in for maybe like 30 minutes. They told check I wasn't I couldn't check in for like 45 minutes to an hour. However, they told me it'd be a three hour wait, which I respect. I worked in hotels, but also with working in hotels, as y'all know, um, you can check in early. Them niggas be lying. They do. They be lying. They be having rooms available. They just don't want to. And sometimes you got to slip them $20. However, once they saw me speak to the bride, luckily the bride came downstairs and she talked to me and the girl saw that I knew the bride and I was in my room within 15 minutes. See, just proved this point. They can let you in early. Exactly. I was in my room in 15 fucking minutes. So I knew that. Um, However, the, the other good thing is the bride was getting ready at the venue. So with that being said, um, I mean, not the venue, at the hotel, if I would have got a day early, I would have figured out where to take pictures of her dress. I would have figured out locations to take pictures of the girl, whatever the case may be. Um, next thing I would have fixed. So if I would have got there early, the big the big problem with big bridal parties is um, nobody is ready on time. And it's not a big bridal party. That's, this is just in, in general. Um, our friend Brittany got married. It ran behind. Karina got married. It ran behind. My, my wedding started late. So I'm not here to talk about nobody wedding starts. No fucking wedding starts on time. Let me give y'all a heads up. I told them that when we got started. I'm like, yo, just give y'all a heads up. Probably won't start on time. And it's fine. Don't 
trip because everybody gets scared. Everybody get aggravated. Um, everybody start getting flustered, cussing. It all that happens. And I tell all my bride and grooms, I'm like, look, there's ways to do it. And I'm going to tell y'all the way. Never mind, I ain't telling y'all this shit. It's a way to do it. You can DM me and I'll tell you the way to get your wedding to start on time. But it includes adjusting your contract, which I will be doing. But um, the grooms was cool. Sometimes, you know, one thing I would say about Britney's wedding photographer, um, one thing I noticed that she did was when she came into our room, I don't know how it was with y'all. She came in, she commanded certain things because dudes like to play. We like to have fun. And no offense, she was aggressive with us because we was quiet when she walked in the room and she just came in aggressive. That's a whole nother subject. And I look kind of Maybe like, she was like, had to stand her ground because yeah, there's a bunch of guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I understand that about women. So I, I didn't trip. I was like, oh, maybe that was the first thing I said. I was like, oh, maybe because she a woman. But if she didn't knew the guys that she was taking photos of, she shouldn't have been. Just she shouldn't have. And I was and like, damn, read, read the room, girl. <laughs> so she didn't read the room. So Basically. with that, um, you have to get ways of making sure everybody's on time. And you need to make sure your bride is chill and calm. My bride was chill and calm. So I'm, I'm just giving everybody a heads up. All right. Skip all that shit. The grooms was cool. Um, they were ready. They ran a little bit over, but that's that's fine. Um, we made it happen. We got that shaking. Ceremony happens, right? Um, first of all, it started to drizzle, so I got scared. But I had brung lights. I brung all my equipment. I have. I just don't own flashes, which is my fault. We we'll talk about that later. Um, ceremony was good. Only issue I would say, I should have coughed and told him not to. <laughs> Before they was kissing, the the preacher was saying something. Bruh goes, all right, everybody, get your camera phones out. Let's take a picture of this. And I looked like, nigga, no, that's not what we about to do. And even the bride and groom looked like, no, what? And then he was an old head. He kept going. So that was the thing. All right, this is why y'all here. All right. You need to, as a photographer, you have to command your day. I will repeat, you have to command your day. Nothing. This has zero to do with my bride and groom. They asked me for direction. Um, the bride told me multiple, multiple, multiple times. She said, yo, I trust you. You do what you see best. And I never have heard that. And I was so thankful she told me that. The groom was like, bro, I'm trusting you. And I was so grateful because I had no idea. They gave me leeway. It was so bad that when... You know, after the ceremony, the sun is beaming. We're on a golf course, and I see this bomb-ass picture. And I said, yo, could you go in the sun? She said, boy, if it's going to make my picture look good, I'll look into the sun. I said, don't try me. Don't threaten me. Jesus. So she She's went out. to lose her eyesight. She damn near did because she looked directly in the sun, and her picture is fucking bomb, by the way. And I was so grateful for that, and I thank her. Um, I thank you for that. But I had to command my day because I was getting suggestions from so many people that was not called bride or groom. All right. Um, also, spectators, they were. And you got to learn how to work with your videographer. Me and the videographer was there. And, you know, when you the problem with the videographer is and this is I understand this videographers that's listening so they can just change this out for photographers. Y'all are splitting time. OK, no matter how much we like to look at it and say, yo, um, I'm a capture what you capture. No, y'all end up splitting time because at the end of the day, no matter how fucked up this sounds. Yo, the videographer does not get cussed out for your photos being shitty if he was in a way or she's in a way. Videographers, y'all understand that, yo, if the if you don't have enough clips because the photographer was taking pictures the whole time, the photographer does not get a call and say, yo, you owe us money for the videographer because they weren't able to do their job. You got to own your shit. 
so much so that yo shout out to the videographer bruh's cool he's talented he's super cool you know he was telling me something and i told bruh nah i was like no i was like bro i don't i don't care i don't have time it's a no right now bro and i my karina looked at me like oh shit because she could tell i was at mind you um the coordinator of the place was telling me like yo you running out of time like you don't you let me put it like this. I like to take an hour after the ceremony to get pictures. 45 minutes, give them 15 minutes to rest before the reception. The lady came to me. She said, you got 20 minutes. So now my time is cutting a third. And I'm like, fuck. And bro was trying to give me some suggestions while I'm trying to get group pictures about some other shit. And I was like, bro, no, man. We can't do that right now. So, and it was one of those things where I'm already racing against the clock. The sun is in the wrong place where it should have been. Look, look at me telling God he put the sun in the wrong place. I was like, wait, what did <laughs> you just say? The hell? So, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right. And so I'm fighting against something else and I'm trying to make something look right. So my bride and groom will be happy with the end result. Maybe not saying this is the best, but they are saying like, this is good. This will work for us. And bro, trying to give me suggestions. I was like, nah. And I love um, when niggas try to love bro you and then they find out you big bro. <laughs> I said, I love when niggas find out that you big bro after calling you love bro. We heard you. I said it wrong. I'm going to say it one more time. You can take your headphones off. I love when niggas love bro you and then they find out you big bro. That's me throwing my headphones at Gavin. One thing I don't do, I never, when I meet people, um, I don't share my camera information. I don't show share my socials. I don't share my portfolio. At the end of the night, that's when I come up to you and I say, yo, can we trade information? Um, that's always been my MO. Why? Because for what? We ain't got time. If, I'm, if I got time to be uh pissing having a pissing contest if i have time to do that i'm missing out on my job <laughs> so i don't do that but that's just that um after that the reception was cool and i have a segment another segment we're going to do not today you and all these segments i want to know what possessed people to show up to somebody else's fucking wedding with a camera and you're not paid to take pictures <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. It's a whole nother. What possess you niggas to show up to somebody else's wedding with a camera? You ain't in the family. You ain't the grandma who don't understand disposable cameras don't supposed to be in wedding. You winding up to shit. Making all that noise. <laughs> all that damn noise. <laughs> but it's grandma, so we're going to let Mima work, right? No, we're going to tell her to put that shit we down. We will, but sometimes <laughs> you can't stop them. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? You ain't the uncle who half drunk but showed up and he, you got the biggest iPad out and you recording everything. Look, and for those who not know, I had uh, my uncle, Karina's uncle, he showed up to my wedding and he set up a camera on a tripod and he videoed our wedding. He did it very secretively, though. I did not see it because if I did, I would have been like, bro, no. Yeah. But did. I'm grateful because. He was, he was good. That nigga was great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a nigga. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. um but he was great and but for even with him if i would have saw it i had been like yo you gotta chill yeah don't get in the way and he's a photographer and a videographer he listens shout out to uncle baby he understand what goes on so he he did it discreetly he got exactly what we need and even him he was like yo i wish you would have told me you didn't have a videographer i would have recorded this for you and i was like damn but what you did get i'm grateful yeah you know what i'm saying we watched that shit so i'm not here throwing stones at a glass house because me myself have people there with their phones out, whatever. But look, this is for the, this ain't, like what Kurt Franklin, these ain't for those people. 
This is for the people that really is just guess, regular degular guess. Like if you didn't RSVP, we wouldn't be tripping. What possessed you to come to a wedding with a camera and think your ass is going to get up and sprinkling and shit? Are you upset? Bruh, it was somebody at the wedding with a camera pop-up flash going in. And I feel bad for the bride and groom because they're going to see the pictures and they're going to see this person and I know they're going to be upset. He's upset. I just feel bad. We might have to change the cameras a little bit. He's upset. But the shit was, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, what possessed this person to do this? And then my thing is like, you're currently in the way of me doing my job to best of my ability. And you, let me tell y'all what I did. And I encourage everybody to do this. That person came up to me. They said a comment and it was a, I don't think I'm in the way comment. I'm helping you. And I let that motherfucker know they wasn't helping shit. Oh, he's upset. No offense to the bride and groom. I know that was y'all guest. I know that's a friend of y'all's, but I had to let them know, yo, I let that person know. I was like, yo, you doing a little bit too much. Um, I've been in weddings where, let me tell y'all a funny wedding story. Can you get the cameras for me? Let me tell y'all something. He's so needy. One time I was shooting a wedding and the bride and groom, I'm up there. Yo, a dude, a little boy, he had to be about 13. He was behind me with a pop-up disposable camera while I'm at the altar taking pictures. Everywhere I moved, bruh hopped behind me and took a picture. And finally, I everybody was laughing in the fucking ceremony. I turned around to this little nigga and said, Really? And I felt bad for doing it because I've never been that person. Just to give everybody a heads up, I didn't want to take pictures until I was fucking like 20. And I really turned around to little man and I was like, bro, you doing it? Why is it flashing? I don't know. Is it recording? No, stop. But it is recording? Yeah. That one good. Should be a red dot on that one too. Anyway, I turned around to this little nigga and was like, yo, yo, what you doing? <laughs> Then he had on glasses and shit, just like my ass. He said he gave me so much. Now I got to flag that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, Kevin Hart said that. We ain't flagging that. Kevin Hart did say that. And so I looked at him. I was like, bro, what are we doing? And then his mom was like, baby, come on. Come, come back. Come back. And I'm looking like, what made, what possessed you to let bro bring a disposable camera at that and stand behind the photographer and get pictures? We got to chill. Now, we're already going to have a random Practice. Practice on your own fucking time, nigga. One day we're going to have a discussion about what possessed you to do this at a wedding. But until then, I digress. I'm not angry anymore. This yeah. is the part of the podcast where Key asks the fucking questions. Oh, he's a little And I upset. answer them shits. Take it away, Key. Oh, you, you okay? You need a, a shot? I'm about to do that in a little bit. Come um, on now. No, yeah, he lying. When we go get something to eat, I'll be like, yeah, let's take a shot. He'll be like, no. I gotta get home. I gotta go see my wife. He gonna make all the excuses in the world. Anywho. All right. We have a question. When you first started. Why are you doing sex noises that we got a question? <laughs> Dude, a question. <laughs> Hurry up. I gotta be to the gym tomorrow at six. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> when first starting out, what do you wish you could have done differently? Woo. I guess when you first started out, because she she worded that wrong. Um, when I first started photography, one thing I wish I would have did differently was got educated. You know, a In lot of what? Um, just how to use my camera. Oh, okay. 
um, a lot of times, a lot of us pick up a camera and um, we just do it because we love it and we just start taking shit. And then the the shortcut is literally paying for education, paying for it, paying an expert to help you. It is expensive sometimes. However, it's the best investment you're going to do. Education and photography will always be the best investment. Because for me, um, I started, I know I just said this, but I started taking pictures in like 09 when I was in college. Key was one of my first models. Them pictures are horrid. Trash. I look trash. Gavin looked trash too. Oh my God. It was so bad. And um, I didn't get my first lesson 09. It was probably about five years. And my wife bought it for me. And I was just like, and when I got there, the first class was buns. The second class, I realized I knew nothing. The first class, I was like, this is stupid. I know everything. This is going to be a dumbass class. The second class, I realized I knew nothing about my camera. Education is the best thing I would have done. I would have invested in education. Um, I'm not saying you need to. I, I, I'm not talking about these master classes either. That's beautiful and all. But find the best photographer in your city and be like, yo, can you mentor me? See how much it costs. If you're in Charlotte, hit me up. I offer mentor lessons. And we're not. We're not finna sit here and I'm like, oh, this is what I look for. No, I'm going to show I'm going to ask you what you know about your camera. And depending on what you say, we're going to talk about how, why, what the A means on your camera. I ain't talking about the one with the green line around it. We're going to talk about what the B means. We're going to talk about, you know, um, we're going to talk about what manual means. We're going to talk about all the other settings that people don't know. What C1, what C2, what C3. We're going to talk about all those damn why settings. Why they got the alphabet up there? Is, that's what they saying they don't know they just turn to one knob and think they got it um we're gonna talk about those three different things because a lot of a lot of folks not a lot of y'all i was this person i knew nothing about my camera but i was charging folks you know i wasn't charging them a lot but i was grateful they even gave me the money you know what i'm saying i took i got the most beautiful picture of my cousins brianna and sierra shout out to them i have a picture and brianna is in focus sierra is not brianna sierra loved it but now that i'm older i realize that whole fucking picture is out of focus and it was because my f-stop was too damn low but i didn't know what the fuck f-stop was so you know it is what it is so, so what's the what's the m button do what oh it's manual oh that really is a button yeah m oh is there a p button it is a picture button yeah there literally is a, a button for every letter of the alphabet. You got if and y'all can correct me if i'm wrong there's a with a circle green line a circle around it there's a V, there's B, there's M, there's P, there's C, C one, two, and three, and I think that's all the buttons on the camera. No D button. No, it's no D. No D. Dang. Sound like your life. Next question. Sounds just like my life. You got a man yet? <laughs> no, that's why I ain't no D button. All right, we got Allie. <laughs> Considering that Instagram is already a fusion of different things and more video oriented, what other app or platform do you use or recommend to share and see photographs? Any serious app to share photos out there or should we just build our own websites? What are your thoughts? Girl. That's a long ass question. Um, shout out to you, Allie. Let me tell you something. If you're depending on Instagram or any app for your photos sharing, you're losing. Yeah, definitely the website. You need your own website. I knew that. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. I don't even care about the first half of your question. The reason why, because the only thing I use is Instagram and Facebook. Um, that's the only place where people really go in where you're going to meet a large market. Any other place you can get on, you know, other apps. But it's only probably going to be photographers there. But how many photographers are your clients? You're probably talking about clients. Um, get a website. Yeah. At the end of the day, if Instagram said, yo, we no longer want Ali on our shit, you're done. Or anybody. If Facebook says you're done, you're done. Even with me, we're having a website with Squarespace. If they say I'm done, I'm done. However, 
I own my own domain so I can build a website, which I know how to do and build my own. So that's another question. Next. Yes, get a website. Yeah, we got to go eat. <laughs> oh, now, now you hungry. No, nah, not really. I got a pedo. I do too. Um, Taylor, what are your thoughts on, on a photographer providing the info of the difference between raw and JPEG files to the models? I feel like we've had answers. Yeah, people have the same shit sometimes. Um, I don't care. I believe in educating people, whether it's clients, whether it's models. Um, it's the only way we're going to learn. Shout out to Gilded Images. Um, definitely check him out. He had a photo walk a few weeks ago. And um, two of the guys pulled me to the side and they talked to me about our discussion about collaborating and models and all that jazz right and they told me they said we're thankful for that conversation because you educated us and i felt like you educated models because a lot of models said they didn't understand why we don't do tlp why we don't like collaborations or how collaborations are not as beneficial and i was like yeah no problem but i realized then i told them i said yo you have to educate your models it is important it is it is just it's just super important man yep um so when a model or if Key, for an example, comes to me and say, hey, Gavin, can I get all my raw, raw photos? She doesn't understand that my raw photos are 50 megabytes in size. To put that in perspective, um, you know, after every shoot, the size of my folders sometimes are like two or three gigabytes. They're huge. Key does. It's going to take Key a couple hours to download that, depending on her Internet connection. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't mean that. What key means is she wants previews of all her pictures to see if it's anything else in there or she just wants the unprocessed pictures to see, meaning that what you need to really send her is JPEGs. That's what she really wants. Now, the problem that models have is when they ask for the raws, we say no and we should. You know what I'm saying? Or you just charge them a shit ton and then you send them three gigabytes and say, hey, it's up to you to figure out how to fucking process them. You pay for it now. The least you could do is figure that out. But, you know. You can say no, you can whatever, but I do believe in educating them so they don't go to the next photographer and offend them or they don't go thinking that they don't they don't go around thinking that you are a dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so go ahead and educate them. Keep it moving. Like the D button. That's not there. We want to thank everybody for submitting their questions. <laughs> We're going to go to photography topics, uh, which is going to be super quick. Um, the Canon RF 14 to 35, which is a wide angle lens. It is seventeen hundred dollars. Check it out. Um, I have nothing to say about it. I won't be getting it because I don't do wide angle photography, no landscapes, no damn real estate shit. I don't think I'm going to need it. I can't even do it in here. It'll fucking show the whole entire room in here. And we don't need that. Oh, that's what that means. It's just a wide angle lens. So check that out. Um, Somebody's going to get it. Let me know how it goes. Um, a North Carolina teacher bans kit lenses um, and calls them paperweights. Um, a lot of people I saw online was kind of offended about this by photographers. Me personally, I think kit lenses are trash. What the hell is a kit lenses? When you buy your camera, the lens that come with it, because it's, it's a photography kit. Most cameras are sold separately. Uh, you buy the camera body, then you buy lenses and you put them together. You mean but, like the pieces you have attached on there? Yeah, the lens. It's basically like a bundle. So think of it like like when I bought both of these cameras, only thing that came with them is just the, the camera, yeah, not the lens that's on it. Mm. So if they would have came together, it would have been a kit lens. But some most kit lenses are cheap as shit. They're just cheap because um, they're not made for professional photographers. Let's put it like that. But a lot of people are offended because, you know, when you're in school and you're taking these pictures, you're not doing this to be a professional. But the professor was honest. He was like, yo. But I do believe kit lenses start you start you from the bottom to help you grow. Start from the bottom now. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. 
You ready to get to uh? We got a little pop cultures, just a little bit. It really, got, it's ain't really a lot of shit going on. We got um, <laughs> we about to get to some real shit. It's not a lot of stuff going on, so you know we gonna keep it keep it a buck and keep it a quick buck. Yeah, we already at an hour. Niggas probably we'll probably write under an hour. All right, what we what first thing we about to listen to? Uh, for those who not know, Rachel Nichols is a NBA reporter. She's on the show to jump. She was just pulled from the NBA Finals for some comments of a tape that leaked. So we're gonna play a few minutes and then we're gonna talk about it. Hold on, listen. Shout out to Doris. That's the black lady, right? No, Doris is the white lady. <gasps> yes, she the one that did the hoop. They caught her on film. Sorry, girl. I This is important. We got to play this part. Oh, there was more. I only had that first part. That's cool. So, for those who didn't really hear it, bro on the phone said, he said, uh, hold on, let me play it. He said, he said, I don't know. I'm exhausted. Um, he's a spokesperson for LeBron James, by the way. He said, I don't know. I'm exhausted. And you could tell this is chopped up in a video. So don't. This is not one wrong, long, long sentence. Okay, gotcha. This whole conversation is she had a meeting. She was on Zoom and she never left the meeting. So the whole shit was recorded. She was in a work meeting. Idiot. Idiot. So she never left the room. So when she got on the phone to have a conversation, Zoom recorded the whole shit. So now we here. So, bruh, so take the first half, chop that up, and bruh says to her, this is LeBron James' spokesperson, whatever the fuck that means. I guarantee he's not the spokesperson after this. He says, I don't know, I'm exhausted. Between me two and Black Lives Matter, I got nothing left. Fucking Rachel laughs and says, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I didn't even read the rest because that's all I needed to hear. Okay, okay. <laughs> so ball alert this is, where I, this is where I seem to say a ball alert They only played that first section mm-hmm. Because I think The whole thing is about Well if you hear it okay. Now if you only listen to But if the reason I say that Is because if you only listen To that first part uh-huh. I was reading the comments because I'm like Okay what, what am I missing right Yeah, yeah. And then I had to get like a different I'm like what's going on so I read the comments and I'm just like Okay, okay, I I see that perspective. I see that perspective. But mm-hmm. now when you play more, it's like, okay, this is why. Well, I only reason why I'm giving that part because I don't think most people heard the second part. I didn't until I just That's what I'm saying. To last night. Right. And when I was listening to it, I meant to stop the video 
And then it kept, I'm like, so what the fuck is the rest of this video? Because the video keeps going on, but I think they repeat some parts. And I was like, wait a second, what? But I don't think, um, I don't think nobody, I think nobody's really posting that because they don't know what he said before that. It just starts at, and I think the person released the video because when he said whatever, she laughed at it and was like, okay, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, so, we know what the fuck that means. Yeah, well, we're assuming what it means, but I think we have a good guess of what it means. So, anyway. Do you just um, say we're assuming what it means? Yeah, because w- she said I was thinking about it. I don't, I'm trying, I'm not trying to shoot Shorty some bail, but I'm also, because she, she about to get ripped a new one. But, um, a couple things before we go in. Sis. I want to know how these tapes leaked. Because if you had this, that means ESPN has them. That means that um, people have known about this and y'all been trying to figure out how to either bury this or get prepared for the blowback. That's my thing. And then also I had this whole thing of like what what we say in private, how fair is it to have these conversations and kill somebody for it that's in silent. Because I, I believe we all have conversations that happens in private. And that we wish that, oh, <laughs> so this shit get out, fuck. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but it's certain lines that we cross. It's like, yo, it's certain lines that we cross that it's just like, it, if that community is affected, it probably is not forgivable. You know, Donald Sterling saying, you know, what he said about back black basketball players, Yo, them niggas wasn't coming to hoop no more. They was like, yo, we're not hooping. It tore that team up. I'm telling people right now, that tore that team up. And that was a gr- good team. They probably they weren't going to win it all, but it tore them up. The Clippers was tore up after that. You know what I'm saying? Their mindset wasn't right. Um, So I always had this mindset of like, how do we feel about people in their private conversations? Um. Everything happened for a reason. I Every, guess. And everything does happen for a reason. Because when Donald, they got Donald Sterling out there, the team has been flourishing. So I'm cool with it. All right. Let me tell you my main issue with Rachel, what she said, right? So before we do that, let me give y'all some backstory. Rachel Nichols, like I said, is she hosts an NBA show. Um, she, in all accounts, if you pay attention to her, is a black advocate. And I know y'all just heard that tape and y'all like, what the fuck he's saying? That's why I played you that section. Because if anybody watches ESPN, they will assume that she is a black advocate. That's why I played that part. Um, all the NBA players that work with her, shout her out. They show her love. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's Matt Barnes, whether it's Steven Jackson. For those who not know, Steven Jackson is the guy who was close friends with George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Um, Matt Barnes is the one who beat Derrick Fisher's ass. I mean, that's how we know him. I know him other ways, but that's how mainstream world knows him. Um, on a flat tire, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, she's cool with Tracy McGrady. She's cool with Paul Pierce. She's cool with Jalen Rowe. Like she, uh, all people speak highly of her. Um, I come to learn about Rachel Nichols a while back, but she's, a, from all accounts, she's a, a solid chick. Um, she came up. She did a lot of different sports. And for the longest, she was the only woman. You know what I'm saying? She covered all sports. Now, Doris Burke, who key was... You remember when Drake had that white woman with the glasses on? No, I know sweater? who Doris is now. Okay. I, I so, was confusing her with um, the lady from football, actually. Oh, okay. Sorry, my leg is... Pam. Crazy. Pam. 
Talking about the bad wig? Yes, ma'am. She's black. I know. That's why I was like, no, you're talking about the white lady. That's why I was oh, like, okay. okay, get it. <laughs> Sorry. I said with the bad wig. Sorry. She didn't so, have a bad wig that one time. So after these tapes leaked, um, ESPN has pulled Rachel from um, sideline reporting at all. You know what I'm saying? And I think they were supposed to be trying to do her show over on Wednesday. I still haven't checked to see if they did it. All right. Now we got that out of the way. You know my main part problem with what Rachel said? This is when Kipo say yes. What? Well, I, I just went to her page. She did some type of video or something with Matt Barnes. How long ago know, was that? A day. She posted this a day ago. Let me see how old it is. Oh. I don't know if this is new. Probably. Who knows? But anyway, um, I'm sorry. What'd you ask me? No, I was, nothing. I was just saying my main problem with her is simple. <sighs> I don't know who's going to get offended by this, but fuck it. We here. White women, y'all have to stop comparing y'all sexual discrimination to racial discrimination. Facts. Excuse me. I'm sorry to say it. It's not the same. It don't compare. If we take that portion out, it's another part I got an issue with. But if we take that portion out, I don't think this tape get leaked and people have a problem with it. Might be a little part before that so when i hear let me tell you something um in all accounts not all accounts but in many accounts of this world white women have been given rules and laws so that they world is a little bit easier and black people just benefited from it from the rule changes if you don't believe me go check the civil rights act Facts. that shit wasn't for black folks that's why they had to redo it that shit was so white women got privileges because they weren't get granted privileges. And even after that, even women still suffered. So, Rachel, when you go out and say, hey, look, ESPN has a shitty diversity thing, which they do. We'll get on that. But, hey, I understand it because, you know, as a woman point of view, you don't understand what a black woman goes through or has gone through. All right. And I'm here to let people know that. And so it's fucked up. And white women got to stop doing that shit because what happens is you kind of downplay what black women have went through to say, hey, I get it as a woman because you hijack the feminist movement. It's countless black men who are dead at the hands of the actions of white women. Um, it's presidents that's been elected solely off the backs of white women. And when shit went awry, when shit went crazy, they had a women's movement. I, I'm, I've said it on this podcast and I have no problem stating it again. I believe that if white women, white Christian women would have turned their backs Christian. and defied their husbands, Donald Trump wouldn't have been president. <laughs> and as crazy as that sound, those white women who or those white those white women, mostly Christian women who Christian women who do not um, stand up and speak out. They turned around and had a movement. A you know a few days later and it was like yo what you mean um i've said this many times when when a boy is killed in the street and his mom has to do a press conference there's no feminist movements for that shit facts so for me i i'm i'm an advocate in saying that yo i look at the feminist movement kind of sideways and the only reason why i look at it sideways is because when black women need y'all help a lot of y'all silent when a hispanic woman needs y'all help a lot of y'all silent 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm not for all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I know it's some things and it's not all the time. Sometimes I'm, I'm looking at it. Now, look, and I know shit fucked up. And I and it's like this. It's like a woman saying something. And I'm like, yo, but as a man, I kind of understand. No, the fuck I don't. Okay? Look, I've always been the pro-choice guy. I'm the guy who goes to church, who stands up at the Christian school and go, yo, I'm pro-choice. Why? Because I don't give a fuck what she do with her body. It ain't got nothing to do with me. If I don't like how a woman is going to handle her body, I won't be with her. I won't be around with her. I won't marry her. I won't sleep with her. Like I told a guy a long time ago, look, somebody asked me, they said, how many kids you, you and Karina want? I said, I know how many I want. But if she shut the factory down, what the fuck I'm going to do? I can't do nothing. I got to sit my dumb ass in the corner and say, cool. I can be upset if I want. I can go do other actions if it really means that much to me. He but cry in the car. I got to go cry in the car. So that's that. Um. What 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 was your issue? You said you felt it was an issue before that. Um, I so the part where she was like, um, you know, she does basketball, she does football. Um, they need to find. Dang, play. What's the beginning? She said. She said something about they can find some other busy work for her to do. Ba absolutely. So yeah. to me, I'm like. Did you just like belittle the black woman and the work and the hard work that she did to get in the position that she in? Like she didn't work her ass off to get here. Like you just like, oh, she can just go like mop the fucking floor. Like that definitely came off a little offensive. Absolutely. So that was in my notes. That's how, that's my final take of this whole thing. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you're welcome. So my thing was, I agree with Key 110 percent. Because my thing is, let's take color out of this. Yo, you ain't got to diminish what the fuck I do Facts. to big yourself up. Facts. And you, she tried to clean it up and say, yo, she's great. She does other things. I wish her the best. I wish her the best. Fuck out of here. But you saying, hey, find something else to do. Now, the only issue I have with the find her something else to do, the only part that part of me feel like I get where Rachel was coming from is because she was taking Rachel's job. And so if my if if I have a job, it's like for an example, I do this podcast, I record or whatever, whatever. And if Key comes to me, let's say Key is over the pie and goes, Gavin, um, yo, we got somebody else coming in, they're gonna replace you. Yeah, I might feel disgruntled and look at it and say, Yo, get him something else to do. Because y'all do have a race issue. Y'all do have a diversity issue. But I And I understand because of Rachel's le next comment, which was the comment of, yo, I understand as a woman, which you don't. Yo, I have my job, and I get that y'all have sexual issues, uh, gender issues, excuse me. Y'all do have race issues, but fuck, this is my shit. But my problem is I agree with Keys. Like, yo, don't act like this sister ain't work her ass off. First of all, one, keep it real. Don't act like she ain't better at your job than you. I was going to say, listen here. You can say all that you want to about her. Feeling her how job, she feel. she, she's great at her job. That's the problem. Fuck out of here. There's a lot of black people, especially in, we're talking sports, mm -hmm. just regular black mm -hmm. people, black women, black men that are fucking amazing at their job. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And guess what? They bring somebody else in, mm -hmm. some white man, mm -hmm. pay them 10 times more. Mm are less educated less knowledgeable less skillful and what they do to the black people they either let them go nine times out of ten they let no, them they go. just pay them less <laughs> no what i'm saying is it ain't even about their pay being decreased they let them go 
And they they use sometimes they use the argument of we couldn't call, so we couldn't whatever, we couldn't job. Da, 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 da. Fuck out of here. It's all in excuses. So she just gonna have to cry her little white tears. Mm-hmm. Sorry to if you have any Caucasian listeners. We do. We got. I bunch. apologize, <laughs> but Shout out to them. I don't apologize because okay. she just took it back. Sorry. Now you are in a position where you can feel just a tad bit of what the fuck we go through through our whole life. Absolutely. So. Sorry, little little Rachel. It's all right, sis. Just you know, take a little step back, regroup, and you gonna find God gonna bless you with something else. And and the thing is, Rachel, she didn't get everything wrong. She didn't get everything wrong in her rant, and I feel bad because the only reason why I feel bad is because you made it say said ten lines out of this whole thing, right? Because the conversation wasn't that long, and because they was having dialogue, Rachel might have had ten lines. Three of them lines got you fucked up. It got you maybe at the end of the year, you don't have a job. And, and I don't the think person she was talking to is like, what about them? Because he said some some shit too. But yeah, but he don't he don't work for ESPN. But I'm pretty sure LeBron James is gonna have something to say. If is that seriously his spokesperson? That's though? what they're labeling it as. I don't know what a fucking spokesperson is, but it's one of them conversations where I'm pretty sure LeBron got the whole conversation. It's like, yo. All right, we're good. I'm done on you. Yeah, were well, you a part of this? It is really you. Now we we got a we got, oh, we got a problem here. Oh, we got a problem here. Yes. Damn near. So when I look at it like this, um, she didn't get everything wrong. ESPN, yo, y'all got a diversity issue. And put it like that. Which one of these jobs in the fucking world does not have a diversity issue besides it being a black-owned business? Um. <laughs> What play? Tell me, tell me. I don't know exactly, but, right. but ESPN ain't the only one. Absolutely, ESPN has a huge, huge diversity issue. And let me tell y'all. Let me tell you uh, how I know this. First of all, they ask ESPN. I'm put like this. I don't watch ESPN. I don't know who needs to know this, but I don't watch it. Look, I have only time I watch ESPN is when I go out of town, and because they don't have Skip and Shannon on TV, I don't watch. And a lot of these shows have done this. And let me tell you how I know they got a diverse issue. If Marie, Maria Taylor said this about Rachel Nichols, she wouldn't even have a job right now. Facts. She'd be gone Cause within when Jam- minutes. When Jamel Hill said something about Donald Trump, they got rid of her. Anybody that's black that's at ESPN, they really got something really to say. ESPN find great ways of getting rid of their ass. And it be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So... We know how to re- re- the role reversal shit go. And then when you look at shit, you got to look at ESPN has found a unique way of getting rid of sports analysis and turn around and just getting entertainers. Yep. Because they trying to pay less money. That, but also nobody ain't trying to hear everybody talk sports all the time. Like full blown sports. They need personalities. They need entertainers. And I believe this is why... Um, you know, one of the interesting parts is of entertainers is you turn around and you get a Will Kane getting on there who don't talk shit about sports, but just pull his conservative car and they scream at each other. He over there screaming at Max and Stephen A. That's all they do is fucking scream on that show. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Stephen A for getting the bag because, you know, they needed that. You know what I'm saying? When you got black people leaving and the best person on your network is black. Then, yeah, you do got to overpay. But everybody knows, if you know anything, you know ESPN doesn't pay over the market. ESPN sets the market. 
when it comes to sports, they let you know and everybody else is able to either overpay to get people from ESPN to get their ratings up or they just pay less. And that's what ESPN has become. Um, and then we do have situations kind of like I just brought up with Stephen A. Smith, who gets cool, dope ass opportunities to be the highest paid person at ESPN, but still is underpaid. Why? Because he's the only thing they fucking got. When Skip left that shit, that shit went down the drain. And I know somebody's like, Skip, Skip. Oh, Skip was the man on there. And he's the man at FS1. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Skip was smart as hell. Let me show you what happened with black people. Skip left ESPN and he immediately called Shannon Sharp. The reason why I think he <laughs> got him. And you call Shannon Sharp because if if I believe if Skip, let's say they said, Skip, you got to go to FS1. You can't get Shannon Sharp. Who would you bring? I'm guaranteeing y'all the next person on his list would have been black. You need a black voice. Skip understands that better than most people. Because, Who do you think it would have been? I don't know. I don't know. I would have to look at it. Probably Bomani Jones. I don't know who that is. You know who I was gonna say? Who? Yeah, you know I don't know nothing about sports. Jalen Rose. He probably would, but him and Jalen got like a little beef there. Oh. Um, they have a beef from back in the day. Jalen Rose. Let me tell you something. Um, Stephen A. Smith is. He's so fine. <laughs> his daughter is beautiful. She's beautiful. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. I missed your train of thought. Of. Nah, Stephen A. Smith is the best talent they have at ESPN. However, the most knowledgeable person is Jalen Rose when it comes to who knows his sports the best. Yeah. And another thing to let you know, sports ESPN is ass with they people that's over there. They got fucking Kendra Perkins talking. It's a lot of people over there at ESPN who don't need to be talking. Now, it's a lot of people at, at Fox Sports that don't need to be talking either. He's but, playing for the Celtics, right? Yes. And it's so trash, man. It's so trash when you start getting people over there talking. And sports now, sports talk shows have become entertainment, and it is what it is. Um... And people do get opportunities, and sometimes black people don't get opportunities. So shout out to Maria Taylor, who's like, "Yo, I'm about to crush this opportunity." Take shout it. out to um, oh, God, man, what is her, Shorty's name? I forget who replaced Rachel. She is great. I follow her too. Um, but it's a lot of people who's getting opportunity, and black people don't get those opportunities. So you know what happens when black people don't get opportunities, and we get there, we gotta overachieve for y'all to fucking pay attention. That is true. But then sometimes I feel like we get there and then it's like, fuck everybody else, too. We got to get out of that. We have. Yeah, that's a whole nother subject. We absolutely. Subject. I've been paying attention to those Charlotte photographer people um, who have gotten places and don't give back information. Yeah. And the rumor floats around with y'all. I'm giving y'all a heads up now. That's why when people hit me up and was like, yo, who do I reach out to to the news to get stories? That's why. That's why when Shout Out Atlanta hit me up and was like, yo, do you got people? They asked me for three people um, to recommend three entrepreneurs that they didn't reach out to to write a story about. I sent them 10. I wasn't playing because I sent them a lot of people because I'm like, yo, man, it's a lot of dope people, especially in Charlotte, that needs this look or yeah. deserve this look. And they go, they already told me, they was like, we're going to be reaching out to them little by little so it ain't like, okay, here go Gavin, 10 fucking friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... It is what it is. Um, and I cannot let this opportunity go by without calling out F-stoppers. And I got to make a note before we go to this next shit because... What the hell is an F-stopper? F-stoppers... I'm glad that you asked, Key. <laughs> F-stoppers is a photography account. And if you know anything about... It's a photography like tutorial news place, right? They do everything from tutorials. They do master classes. They have photographers come on and talk about a certain topic. A great photography resource, we thought. 
Two weeks ago, y'all did some bullshit, and because we had guests on last week, I couldn't call y'all ass out about it, but we got a little bit of time today before my stomach says, no, nigga, you have no time. <laughs> um, F-Stoppers came out, and they had, um, and y'all haven't put this on y'all Facebook, and I know why y'all haven't put it on your Facebook and Instagram, because y'all don't want to get ripped for this shit. They are doing a eight-part series called The Well-Rounded Photographer. Of the eight people that's on this list, there's not one woman and there's not one person of color. But you want to teach us how to be well-rounded. For those who not know, on their website, one page they have decided to disable this whole conversation because it got out of hand. But on another part, and we posted we posted about it, um, they found a way to give a reason on why they could not... And I'm going to pull this shit up so we understand exactly what they said. They gave a reason why they didn't have anybody of color. Because honestly, and shout out to the allies out there. I call y'all that because y'all that's what y'all are. Um, it was a white person who started the conversation on the site and was like, yo, where are people of color at? Where are women at? <laughs> and F-Stoppers came on there. They gave us some bullshit excuse of why they didn't. Um, so the guy who's over F-Stoppers, he said, as I mentioned above, the main criteria are... Leaders in the industry, which means super creative and also has a large following. By the way, that just means large following. Let's go ahead and kill that. And it means make a good living, meaning you make enough money that we think that, you know, you make all the money in the world, which is a look because niggas lie about their money. Um, you make a good living off of photography alone and therefore are honest about the ins and outs of a game, a genre. Excuse me. I'm happy to connect with any photographer you think will be a good fit for us. We would love to start working with a more diverse photographers who meet the above requirements once traveled and the pandemic subside. Um, he said, and he, he continues, he says, I love to have included more instructors, instructors and in more diversity. And honestly, last year made it very difficult to travel and film. The obvious two uh, instructors we could have included was Andre, Andreas Molin. I don't know who that is. He's male Puerto Rican, but not sure if that's white. And Siobhan Wong, who lives, I'm pretty sure her name is Siobhan. I just made that shit hood as hell. <laughs> who lives in Singapore, who is impossible. That was impossible to facilitate. Overall, most of the people we've worked with are first and foremost leaders in the industry, successful seasoned photographers who make a lot of money with photography alone and aren't selling you a bunch of BS. And three close friends of ours. In today's societal culture, um, we love for our courses to appeal to as many people as possible and expand on all genres by promoting as much diversity as possible. However, we can only we only have so much personal. I cut it off. Sorry. Um, so anyway, F stoppers, y'all full of shit. Ooh. I'm gonna tell y'all why. Don't blame a pandemic on why y'all couldn't get uh, a person of color or a woman there. Y'all full of shit. Tell the truth. Y'all have friends that y'all know who y'all give a bunch of free shit. And then in turns, they give y'all a bunch of information. They do these videos for y'all for free. Um, but y'all promote them and make them seem like experts. So why they can have a podcast, why they can have a huge ass YouTube channel. Y'all funnel other photographers like myself to their pages. The fact, let me tell you how I knew y'all was full of shit. The fact that you <laughs> said, yo, we had a male who's Puerto Rican and we don't know if that classifies as white. You sound stupid. <sighs> You sound like an idiot, Peter. Make sure this nigga named Peter. <laughs> oh, Patrick. We got a Puerto Rican to classify as white. No, he's Puerto Rican. He's fucking Puerto Rican. <laughs> and Puerto Ricans are people of color. If you don't know what Puerto Ricans are mixed with, I might get this wrong so Jackie don't kill me. 
gosh. Spanish? He Should we call her? He I know it's up. Indian, but I don't know what part of Indian. In African. They're literally split in a third. 30 each way. Spanish, African, and I think it's Latino Indian. I don't know how to pronounce that. Ooh, he said it. He said it nice, though, so it might be right. Might be. I don't know. You just sounded hella Asian. Sounds, yeah, you know, when other people try to do Spanish accents, they kind of sound Asian. I wonder if the people get offended. Probably so. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, We apologize. Don't kill us for that. Um, don't cancel us. Yeah, what white people do? My wife is Puerto Rican. Please don't kill us. Um, <laughs> so, but my thing is, for bro not to know that and thought that that would suffice. And then, bro, you don't, you can't, let me tell you what was so fucked up. I don't think he even understand. He said the other girl, Miss Wong, who's in Singapore, you telling me you got to go all the way to Singapore to find a woman? <laughs> bro, I know, go on black female photographers on their Instagram. There's a ton of black female photographers on there if you're looking for one. And you know what, you know what these companies love to do? They love to hit one they love to knock out all the diversity shit with one person. You could have got a black female they do. and you could have did two of those people and nobody would complain. They they really do. They're like, oh, we got a black guy. We're good to go. No, no they that say, shit don't count. They say we got a black guy and he's gay. So we knocked out everything. So no, we got the we got somebody how. that represents two communities and they are one person out of the hundred. So that we that's we not diverse. how any of that. That's shit not works, how bro. none of that shit works, yo. Like, it's really not how that works. So, with that, and his whole excuse, you're not blaming on the pandemic, right? Because you could have flown somebody. He's like, yo, I need you to do a test. You could test them when they left. They got to show you a test, and you could test when you get there. And I know y'all ain't wearing no damn mask, yeah, And right? like to get flued out. Absolutely. Or you know what you can do? You say, y'all, this is y'all budget. <laughs> find us a photographer. You got to find a videographer to record this. Blah, blah, blah. You was lazy on this. And it was hurtful to watch, to read. To see, because what y'all did at the end was, to give people a heads up, when they got killed for this by other white folks, let me tell you something that some of the people that followed them was doing. They were saying, yo, um, they were people was complaining, and people was like, yo, you're anti-white. I hate you. And they wasn't correcting none of them motherfuckers, so they let me know one thing. The second thing that really, really pissed me off, totally just forgot the shit. Fuck. Oh, the number one thing that pissed me off, when they got their ass chewed out, you know they went and changed their marketing and put black people on it? Of course. That's... Bro! How the fuck do you not have black people included and then you say, yo, since we getting chewed the fuck out, let's go throw black people on this shit. So aggressive. Bro, today is the aggressive pot. Gavin is upset is the name of this episode. Who cares? He's upset. Bro, I was looking at this shit and I was like, yo, he got to be kidding me, man. And y'all criteria is simple. You wanted your friends. You wanted to be as lazy as possible. I was at Karina's um, going away party for her boss and I was talking to the two black people there. I don't know if I had this conversation. I had this conversation with you off mic last year, last week, excuse me. And I told them there, I said, yo, and I'm going to share this to everybody here. These companies are lazy. These reporters, these press people, they are lazy because they get flooded with so much. They have so they don't have the time. They're overworked. It's not even they're lazy. It's just that, yo, I'm so overworked. They don't know shit until you tell them. So with that being said, <laughs> go out to these brands and say, yo, I'm here. If you need to check off these diversity boxes, I check all these, by the way. And then when they don't do it, then you can say, no, I actually submitted my information. They chose not to use me. And just in F stoppers, you're going to see this shit. There you go. Um, All right. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Um, no, we can't leave yet. We I know still we got, got a couple shit. things to talk about. Do we really need to talk about Ice Cube and Warner Yes, Brothers? we do. Because okay, 
Ice Cube is in a battle with Warner Brothers right now. Yep, for next because Friday. Because of the Rights of Friday franchise. Mm. So Ice Cube trying to get them to give him the rights because they trying to... This is why Last Friday is being held up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they not sold on his creativity, but it's like he don't wrote all three of them. Why would you not let him be in the whole lead process over everything of all this? Like, I don't get... So they won't let him process it or he's not recording right now because they won't sign over his rights? Because if they got the rights, it's up to them. Right. That's what him, he's trying to get the rights. Yeah. Well, that's just all about contracts. But, you know, the shitty part is they always say... The, the person who has the most power in any contract is you get the power of your contract when you sign it for the shortest term you can. And I don't know what they did with him and saying like, yo, all right, we Warner Brothers and we'll give you three movies and we're going to give you this. And, it, you know, depending on how it goes, whatever. But that's why most artists, most artists that come out, they sign their contract for one album because, yo, we can rip this shit up and keep it moving. Bruh, that's a classic right there. You gotta, you gotta let yeah. the, the person who created that give the whole full you got, spiel. Yeah, like. sometimes, but then some, or you, you know what these places gotta do? If you're not gonna give me my shit, let me buy it. That and that—that's what I was gonna say. Like, why can't you just buy them mm -hmm. back? Because you put those movies anywhere. I'm pretty sure you're definitely going to keep getting money. You know how many people talk about Friday and bring up Friday references Absolutely. on a daily basis, and now you're gonna make a fourth one? Oh. Come yeah. on. I mean, yeah, it does get to that point. It's almost like, yo, let me buy it back. Like, Just buy it back. But sometimes they won't let you. I mean, that's what happened with Taylor Swift. She has to buy back her music. Scooter Braun said no. He sold it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Black people did not give a fuck about Taylor when she was doing all that bitching and crying about not having her music back. Uh, I, was, I felt so bad because I'm like, damn, if that would happen to me, I would be tight. But people did not care. I think people have been over her and it's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. Ever since Kanye did that shit to her, mm -hmm. it was her, right? That was her, right? Yeah, it was her. <laughs> I think people have been over her since then, even though Kanye was wrong as fuck for doing that. He was. He was so wrong for interrupting that girl like that. Um, But I think... He turned her to a pop star. He, he turned her to and a I pop And I think star people too. was like, oh, now, but now she's taking it to a whole new level. Like, she's really getting cloud off of this whole incident ever since then people have loved her and i just don't i just think she regular schmuck i think what happened with i think the world said yo kanye was wrong for what he did not what he said for what he did not what he said yeah if you, i don't know if anybody knows this i don't know if taylor fans know this no black people thought kanye was wrong what he said they thought his delivery was all he shouldn't have just though. did that like when a little mama went on stage with alicia keys and jay-z she ain't did music since I felt bad for you know, her. You know, so it's like, it's not what he said, it's how he why said it. he did it. it. And I think everybody looked at that as like, or yo, he, he fucked up, it. it was wrong. Yeah. And I think what turned around and happened was um, Taylor got pushed into superstar status. And he felt sorry for her. They did. and But she she turned into a pop star. She stopped doing country. She turned into a pop star. True. She started happening. And then as you, I'm sorry to say it, and it sounds fucked up. Black people move the needle in the culture on shit, man. So what happens is if black people really don't care about you, then your own community got to like really, really support you. And they did. I'm not going to say they didn't. But what happens is when you're crying out for some shit, you really need 
black people to get behind you and start talking about your shit because then we we take shit to another level we start arguing about shit baller alert posted then we start informing white folks about yo y'all community this shit is popping oh every every hip-hop community every hip-hop um podcast i listened to talked about britney spears now i know britney spears is a white phenomenon in their community, she really important. But, That's how we got the so biggest crazy view, views. She didn't switch up. You know how yeah, like white didn't. artists like switch up. She did not. Like Justin Bieber, yeah. he started off pop, right? Yeah. He done. He done came over to the to yeah. the culture. Yeah, he trying to. She literally. I feel like the white artists of our time when we grew up, they yeah, literally they stuck to what the fuck they wanted. Besides and, Justin Timberlake, but he trying to. Go besides back. him, but you, we love Justin. But um, doesn't excuse. Whatever. Well, he did. Anyway. Yeah, we were sure. Um, but it's like, but black people rock with her because that's her. Like, yeah. and so it's like, dang, this kind of fucked up. Like, so we like, what the fuck is going on with Britney? Why do you treat her this way? So I, I believe that. True. But they gotta rock with you though. The black people have to rock they with you. They have to rock with you. And I think with Taylor, she just all right, your welcome is done. Now we don't care that you're complaining about your music. And I think a lot of people when Kanye even wrote the song, um, I still feel like me and Taylor still can have sex because I made her famous, whatever. And then when she came out, I was like, I did not approve of that line, blah, blah, blah. I think people's looking at it like, Taylor, we don't care. This rap. Now, you ain't finna be Kanye. Hey, as crazy as Kanye is, he's still loved in our community to an extent. We might not fuck with that nigga, but it's like one of them things where he's just he like, yeah. like Kanye. Yeah, me. He just, he just people so- is me. He just a little. He just a little. You know. Notice he being quiet since he got a divorce. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, is he about to go? He about to bring the old Kanye back? You know what I'm saying? Like, is we about to get eight away some heartbreaks? We about to get. You I know? want everybody to notice that man got a divorce and ain't said nothing negative about his wife since. Is he supposed to or something? No, but she been saying little shits here and there. Uh, but that's all. I'm, that's on thing I'm trying to point is that he he hasn't said nothing since he got a divorce. See, he popping out with his new little girl and. Trying to act like it ain't his new little girl. And she over here, you know, kiki ha ha with Van Jones and talking about, oh, Kanye it is in her last season. It's funny because before we started this podcast, Gavin, Mike was here. And he said, he said, even while they was married, he said, he ain't never talked that how bad about if Kim was a bad mom, if she was mm-hmm. a bad wife. He was like, he ain't never down anything. He was very supportive. At yeah. least on the surface now. I don't know what the fuck they doing. We don't know what they doing behind the closed doors. But anyway, um, uh, we're going to speak through these real quick. Yeah, Pooh Shiesty, uh, he living what he rapped. I just want everybody to know, if you listen to Back in Blood, uh, the first eight bars, he talks about two crimes. And it's so funny because he's uh, in jail right now. I can't get out because of those two exact crimes. I find that fucking funny. He said, I don't need my own fire because I got security in the club, which is why he's in jail originally. Because in a club, he had his own fire. He shot it. Then he talks about, you know who took that shit from you? Come get it back in blood. And a federal judge just announced that he robbed somebody who also had drugs on him, which made it a federal case. And that's why he got no bond. I just find it funny that back in blood is this nigga really living his life. And it makes me want to think about, should we want rappers to really live what they rap out? I don't know. And didn't they find him through his Instagram? Yeah, bro. They matched up dollar serial numbers and got this nigga in jail, which is crazy to me how y'all got the Zoom effect. Instagram resolution ain't even that good. Whatever. Um, The president know. of Haiti is assassinated. This is such a sad thing. Um, I know. They uh, allegedly, just in 30 minutes ago, um, the police captured and killed the alleged suspect responsible for the assassination. Yeah, you can't kill the president of a country and think you're going to. I just want to know what's going to happen with Haiti, though. I don't know. And hopefully the first lady pulls through. 
Yeah, because she got she got shot, shot too. too. Yeah. So it's like, dang, that's crazy. Um, I would want to go in about LeBron uh approaching a PA announcer. For those, well, we're gonna do it real quick. LeBron was uh at his son's basketball game, and somebody the the announcer of the game said that LeBron's son is getting favorable calls because LeBron's he's LeBron's son. LeBron stopped the game, went up to the guys like we ain't doing that. Now I see this from two sides. LeBron was OD. <laughs> All right, LeBron, I'm gonna let you know, bro. I respect you. You my guy. I love you. Even though we just did a, on a whole nother podcast, I just did my top 10 NBA players, and you're not going to like where you were located at. He was 25. He was not. <laughs> However, um, I thought that was OD. But also, the PA announcer, let me let you know something, bro. Calm the fuck down. Niggas got to stop realizing they got a great opportunity and saying, yo, I want to get popping and famous off this opportunity. This gym is named after LeBron. This is LeBron's gym. Not his personal gym, but now they've they renamed it after him. He's made this gym famous. Um, this is his place. No matter if you got your last name is James and they find out that you're related to LeBron, it's gonna be generations and generations are gonna be able to walk in that gym no matter who's playing, no matter what time, and get in for free. I got a cousin that's last name James. I wonder if they can They ain't compare they ain't friends with this LeBron. Well, I don't know that. We do. So the thing is, yeah. you gotta, you can't be out there doing the most, bro. And you're a PA announcer. You're just supposed to say, all right, foul. Foul on such and such. Such and such, not a foul. You ain't got to add in the theatrics. Especially when the man is there. It's like, bro, chill the fuck out. Chill out. Um, That um last thing, I don't know nothing about this racial harassment going wrong. Listen, real quick. So this <laughs> man in New Jersey basically been harassing his neighbors like i know you've seen that video of the white man going around calling monkeys niggas like all of these things no oh what? my gosh where have you been under a rock probably <laughs> so he put his address in the video Guess oh who showed I heard about up? This. all the, everybody <laughs> he he did um so i heard about this this morning in the car apparently Dude. he did something how many people was out there oh uh, it looked like the whole city i don't know i don't know how big or the state it's New Jersey. It's, it's New Jersey. Y'all got to chill, man. Anyway, my thing is, it's like, how many times are white people, How what is it going to take for white people to learn to not be doing this shit on camera? Um, to not be doing it at all. Like, you do know this is, and then it comes to find out he has similar attacks. So now he's getting charged with more shit. Um, I don't know what it's going to take. I feel, I don't feel bad, but I do feel like, I, I, I find it funny. It's going to take other white people being like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? It's going to take people losing their jobs. It's going to take people. Here's the sad part. On the internet, that shit lives forever. Somebody's going to find out your name. They already got your address. They so already, they already got, got your, your address. Name. They got your name too. So what's going to end up happening is reports are going to come out for this. And every time somebody Googles your name, it's going to be a wrap. So for bro, I look at it and be like, yo, you about to get what you deserve. But anyway, man, um, what you got going anyway. on this weekend? You want to remind people of your shits while I get my song? What song you playing? You should have played Essence. Now my girl dropped. She drops tomorrow. I don't care about no snow. You need to she just play Essence. That is the summer song. Who's that by? Song of the summer. We is kid. You nah. slacking. You remind people what we doing Sunday? You gonna come? Just remind people what they doing Sunday? Me and Gavin coming. I mean, Gavin coming. <laughs> Sunday we got the... Uh, the hike to Crowder's Mountain, 10, 10 a.m. I'll be there, of course, a few minutes early. Um, weather permits. We're going to pray for good weather. It's supposed to be hot. Brunch afterwards. Should be a good time. Come. Also, go buy a shirt. Purchase a shirt. shirt. You know, this oh, is yeah, how we're going to be sunny. This is how we going to fund things 
Absolutely. So like, come on, peoples. Absolutely. I want to thank everybody for listening. I know it was a little long today, but it was necessary. And think about it, it could have been longer. Yeah, because we went through some stuff really bad. Yeah. Anyway, I want to thank y'all for listening. We're going to holler at y'all next time. I thought you were the one. Come on, Snow. Because I was dying for this love. This love. This love. <laughs> yeah, I was dying for your love. Your love. So tell me, baby, my favorite part. do you want me like I want you? Even if you do, you wouldn't say I know you. Some nights I even think about a fish you call.